No one would ever think that fixing their life starts with making their bed or cleaning out their car. But you can go back to a quote like that that you use as an anchor and get your life back in order, get your business, your health, your finances back in order. Pedro Skoulian, what is your favorite quote? My favorite quote is from a guy named Doug. He was my supervisor at Disneyland, and he was someone I looked up to. And his quote was, circumstance does not change responsibility. Mm. And the reason he told me this is because one day I was a fry cook at Disneyland, electric parades going on, the restaurant that I worked in was packed, packed. And of course, I showed up a few minutes late and I let down everybody in the kitchen because I had a very critical role mm. working the board. And I was trying to come up with all these excuses and reasons. And Doug is this giant six foot four, heavy set guy. And he goes, you know what, Bedros? Circumstance does not change responsibility. And in that moment, I knew that I had a responsibility to my job and to those guys and I let them down no matter the circumstance. So that's my favorite quote. What about yours? Mine is a classic from Jim Rohn, which is you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And listen, this is true. This is Harvard research proven. So there's there's a guy at Harvard and he's proven that if you hang around people that smoke, you have a greater chance of becoming a smoker. If, you're, if you hang around people that are overweight, you have a greater chance of becoming overweight because you develop those habits of the people. So it's not just some cliche. It matters so much. And we see this in all of our coaching clients. When they level up, when they go to the next level and they meet people that are higher performers, they become more successful in life. So mm -hmm. listen, my name is Craig Valentine. This is Bedros Koulian. We are here with another episode of the Empire Podcast. This one is going to be a lot of fun because we're going to go through our top three quotes each. That's right. Three of our quotes that end up in our books. Like his are going to be from Man Up. Mine are going to be from Perfect Day Formula and my new book, Unstoppable. And we're going to share with you how important these quotes are to your life, how they apply. And then I'll give you one more tip. You need your own quotes, your own sound bites in your business because it allows you to be quoted. Like think of how many times you've quoted Zig Ziglar, Grant Cardone, or you know, Bedros Koulian, or Vince Del Monte, or Shanda Sumter, or my friend Kerry Wilkerson, all these people, right? They're thought leaders in their space. And when they have something that you go out and repeat and you say, oh, my friend, my coach Shanda told me and, and said, and then you go out and share that, now the word spreads. It's like viral marketing. So you need to have these in your life as well. But let's start with you, B. Yeah. Let's start with Man, this is, I love this one from you, which is how you do anything is how you do everything. And I'll tell you what, I used to resist it at first, but I smartened up after you explained it. Yeah, and I, and I think that I got to give credit where credit is due. And although I've adopted this as one of my quotes because I put it in my book, I do give credit to T. Harv Eckert. Got it. Uh, that's where I first read about it. And I don't know where T. Harv Eckert got it from. But man, truly everything in our life is connected. Like you can't imagine that everything's in a separate box. Like your relationship is a separate box, your health, your finance, your mindset. I imagine all these separate boxes, but there's wires. And I'm a very visual person, right? So I imagine these separate boxes of health and mindset and relationship and business. And these wires go from one to the other and they're connected. So if my health is chaotic, mm -hmm. then my business, my money, my relationships are gonna be chaotic. And yeah. most people think, well, I can isolate the damage to just my car. And I always give the car example because I can go out in the parking lot right now and start looking inside of people's cars. And if I see burger wrappers and, and empty Starbucks cups and you know whatever, candy wrappers laying around, you can tell they've been there a few days. Mm -hmm. If your car's chaos, if your car is a mess, 
Odds are I can go find the office building and find the person who owns that car and their desk is a mess. Right. Odds are their health is a mess. Their relationship is a mess. And I can look into their bank account. Their bank account is a mess. And so there was a uh, Navy SEAL um, uh, leader. I forget his name now. He talks about making your bed. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yeah, yeah. Make your bed first thing in the yeah. morning. That's your victory. And it, you know, yeah. it's like that domino of not exactly. hitting, you know, like you say, don't hit the snooze yeah. button. Because if you hit the snooze button, you have the domino of failure, right? So that's exactly make the bed it. in the morning. So, so really, if you make the bed in the morning, and if that's how you do everything, the rest of the day is going to be a success. If you don't make the bed, and you hit the snooze button, and you're rushed out the door, the rest of the day is going to be the same. So to me, how I do anything is how I do everything. And the proof is actually backed by science. It's not just a clever little quote. Yeah. It's backed by science. So you might as well get shit done the right way the first time so that you can set the rest of the day, the week, the month, the year, the rest of your life up for success. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What about... What about yours? Uh, structure is freedom. That's one of my favorite ones out of your book, actually. I absolutely love this. And it's so interesting because I wrote my book almost the same time that Jocko Willink wrote his book, Extreme Ownership. And his and his book is Discipline Equals Freedom. And so it's almost like we were sitting in these yeah. caves writing these books. And at the same time, this was coming across the universe. But I found this out the hard way. So when I was young, 30 years old, which isn't really young, but give me a pass here. So when I was 30 years old, I was really fortunate that I built my online business up that I was able to stop being a personal trainer. And then I was working all the time, but partying all the time. Mm. So I had no structure in my life. I had no boundaries in my work. I was taking on everything, saying yes to everything, taking all these new projects, work, 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 work. And then, hey, you know what? Let's celebrate tonight. You know, when it was, first it was Friday, then Thursday became the new Friday, and then Wednesday became the new Thursday. And the next thing you know, I'm out all these nights, but getting up early and working. So I had and suffered from what I call the paradox of freedom. And Johnny Depp had this. He spent all this money. Mike Tyson blew through $300 million of career earnings because he had no boundaries. He had no one saying, no, Mike, you can't buy the tiger, Mike. And yep. so he got into all this trouble. So I realized I needed more structure in my life. And when I put structure into my days and into my clients' lives, like your life, I mean, I love your stories that you're such a great uh, an example of what happens when you do this. So you went from you know, getting up late, being anxious, you know, working until two, three in the morning. Yeah. And yeah. then not having time for the kids. You, you flipped that. You said, screw that. I'm getting on track. I'm becoming that fighter jet, putting structure into the day. So you're so structured in your day. Like even when I'm here at Fitbody headquarters, you're like, okay, two o'clock, we're done here. I got to go to a meeting. I got an, another meeting after that. Done, done, done. And then you still get home on time to, you know, play ping pong with Andrew before dinner, have dinner with the kids and the family, and then do stuff with them after. Yeah. And that's only, you only get that freedom when you have that structure. So don't resist it. Embrace it. Embrace the structure of the day. Control your mornings and own that so that you can concentrate on what counts at night. Isn't that funny, though? Because in life, I mean, let's face it, we're all working. We all have jobs, careers, businesses, because, well, I want to build an empire and have freedom. Like, that's the number one thing I hear. I want to mm -hmm. have freedom. The next thing I hear is I want to make an impact, yeah. right? And then I want to have security for my family. Well, all that freedom is great, but you've discovered this paradox of freedom that you call yeah. Freedom is good, but only when you have boundaries and structure. Otherwise, freedom does lead to overdose, does lead yeah. to getting the tiger, does <laughs> lead to making really bad decisions, and then all of a sudden not being so free, held, being held captive again. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. And that kind of bleeds into our next one, which is man, title your book, Man Up. And then in Man Up, the big lesson there is leadership is the problem. Leadership is the solution. You found this out. What does it mean for me and for everybody watching? Yeah, good point. So, so first of all, 
I used to think that I didn't have a leadership thing because I was like, hey, I'm the president, I'm the CEO, I'm the founder of Fit Body Bootcamp. I'm a leader, right? All right. And true, you are a leader, but you may very well be a horrible leader like I was. I was a very ineffective leader. And so if you have a business, guys, and this is the Empire Podcast, and I wish all of you to build a massive empire so that you can have just sick amounts of money and have a lot of meaning with that money. You know, go join, help causes and charities. But in my case, I was a horrible leader. I, I was ineffective at communicating. I was unclear with my vision, with my team. In fact, I don't even know how many, if you asked me, Bedros, how many Fit Body Bootcamp locations do you want? Back then, it would have been a lot. And if you said, <laughs> well, when do you want these locations by? I would say as soon as possible. Right. Now, so if you're working for me, what kind of guidance does that give you? What is a lot and as soon as possible, right? Well, I mean, that can get you into trouble because, oh, oh he wants it as soon as possible. I'll go and I'll get the guy on the corner to get one, you right. know? Can get you in a lot and, of trouble. And, and actually we did. In the beginning, 2011, 12, 13, we were selling franchises to people who didn't belong on our Fit Body Bootcamp franchise. And it caused a lot of problems, caused a lot of anxiety. And so when we actually switched the process, it, because it was, and it was due to my leadership, yeah. I was very clear who the ideal Fit Body Bootcamp franchise owner was. I knew exactly that I wanted 2,500 Fit Body Bootcamp locations by the year 2023 because we'd be impacting 5 million people every single morning. And with that level of clarity and communication, I was all of a sudden able to lead my team. But no one ever says I have a leadership problem because it's easier to go, right. he's a bad videographer, they're bad salespeople, the marketing people just don't understand what I want, and the customers- Market's too competitive. Yeah, this. too competitive. The industry, the economy, and oh, by the way, the- <laughs> Right, you can blame everybody. I was even blaming my franchisees. Like, they just don't understand how to run a Fit Body Bootcamp. Well, it's my job to teach them how right. to understand that, right? Mm -hmm. And so leadership is always the problem. Leadership is always the solution. And John Maxwell calls leadership a lid. Yeah. He says leadership is the lid on which your success is either going to get suppressed or grow. So the oh, higher that lid gets set, the more your business will grow, the more your finances, mindset, et cetera. So to me, leadership is everything. Oh, that is fantastic, my man. I love that one. Yeah. And so you've got, you've got a really good one here, which, and you've got a really good funny story to tell about it. So you've got to tell this. But it's action beats anxiety, motion beats meditation, and work beats worry. I love that quote. And it's from your new book, Unstoppable. Yes. Tell us about it. All right. So I'm, you better remind me of what the funny story is, but I know I did... I did borrow the middle part from this guy, Gary Halbert. So Gary Halbert was yeah. a very famous copywriter and Dan Kennedy quotes Gary Halbert all the time. And so somehow it came up that Gary Halbert said, motion beats meditation. And then I said, action beats anxiety, motion beats meditation. And I started with that and I thought, I need one more. I need one more. And they all have to be the alliteration. You right. know? It's always gotta be the same, same letter. So work beats worry because that's actually the one that most people get. Because when I say motion beats meditation, all my meditation friends get a little butt hurt mm. when I say that one. It's like, oh, what do you mean? You know, meditation's good. And meditation is good. But what this means here is that if you're sitting there, and, and I experienced this earlier this year, I'd wake up and I was struggling with sales in one of my programs. And I'd wake up and I could have just stood there and, oh man, you know, I'm, I'm having a bad day and oh, nobody's buying from me. But if all I did was nothing, it only gets worse. And yeah. so I, I call that when you're sitting there, and you're meditating on a problem, when you're anxious about a problem, when you're worrying about a problem, the wheels are spinning in your anxious mind and it's revving up anxiety for you. So what you have to do is anything, just take that little first step in the right direction. Send the email to a prospect, anything. Action beats anxiety, work beats worry. That little bit will get you started. It's like when we go into the gym, right? Oh man, I'm going to the gym today. You know what, just go to the gym, do the warm up. 
Okay, all right. Just go and do one set. Okay, now I'm good. And then, you know, the next thing you know, you have one of the best walk workouts out of your life, workout. right? Yeah. Had that all the time. And so action beats anxiety. Motion beats meditation. Work beats worry. So when you're sitting there stewing, don't. Get out of your own head and start doing something. Hey, so what's a funny story? Well, why don't you tell our friends about one of your clients who decided to write this? Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, this is an amazing quote that you have, and yeah. he decided to quote you and write it on the wall, but what did he do? Well, so here's the thing is, I love the book Relentless. I, you know, Tim Grover wrote it. He used to be Michael Jordan's personal trainer. I hired him for my big event, The Perfect Life Retreat. He's coming to speak. And so I read Relentless three times this year going through, when I was going through that phase of waking up and, oh, I didn't sell something yesterday. Uh, you know what? I read three pages of Relentless, and the next thing you know, I'm running my head through a wall because I'm taking action. And so I quoted Tim's book, and then I used my quote in the same coaching email to my client, and he thought the quote was so great that he went and painted it on his wall but he put Tim Grover's name underneath it and attributed it to Tim Grover. So he had to go and make some edits to that. But I really appreciate that. I mean, how many people have Fit Body Bootcamp tattoos, right? Oh, my gosh. Uh, right now, actually, we have seven people that have had Fit Body Bootcamp tattoos. Yeah. And, I, and I have one turbulence training tattoo from back, <laughs> I remember in, that. from back in the day. It was on his thigh, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so we really appreciate that. And, and again, this goes to that message about having your sound bites, yeah. having the things that people can share for you. And that's why, you know, in my next book, The Unstoppable Book, I have this, this phrase over and over and over again because it's a mantra that you have to have and live by so that, you know, when you are in the, you know, if you're running a marathon, you're like, oh my goodness, I just want to quit. No, action beats anxiety, motion beats meditation, work beats worry. If you're sitting there struggling with sales, oh man, I can sit here. No, action beats anxiety, motion beats meditation, work beats worry. You can always have this in your head. You can write it down. You can tattoo it on your arm. You can paint it on your wall. And when you are looking at that every day, that's when you'll take action. And you know what? It's, it's, it's important for everyone to have their quotes mm -hmm. that they come up with because it does help position you as an authority in your space. And obviously being entrepreneurs, being empire builders, you want to be an authority in your space. Yes. And you want a quote that's shareable. But also quotes like this are things that you can anchor to, right? Oh so goodness. that when you're having anxiety, you go back to that. When you realize that leadership is the, is the problem, you can go, oh my gosh, that's right. Leadership is the problem. Leadership is the solution. When you're chaotic in life, you go, you know what, where does it start? It starts by cleaning out my car. No one would ever think that fixing their life starts with making their bed or cleaning out their car. But you can go back to a quote like that that you use as an anchor and get your life back in order, get your business, your health, your finances back in order. To me, that's a huge thing. By the way, the Perfect Life Retreat yes. that Tim Grover is going to be speaking at, and I'm very fortunate enough that I'll be speaking at, the, at that event too. And everyone's got a copy of your book. Yeah. When... What are the dates? What's the location? Why don't you tell our friends about it? Because I think if if you miss the Perfect Life Retreat, like you're missing out something on something monumental. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute game changer. It is November 8th and 9th in beautiful San Diego, California. And you can go to perfectliferetreat.com. We have a two-for-one ticket sale on now. You'll be able to bring a business partner, a spouse, someone who needs to be there with you as you go through this incredible two days where we do some of my favorite mental exercises to help you become more productive, more successful, plan out your next year, and also hear from some of my amazing friends like Tim Grover, like Bedros, like Shanda Sumter, and Sharon Srivatsa. Oh, and there's a huge amount of networking. That's my favorite part of the event. Yeah, you're really good at getting people to network well together. Yeah, absolutely. And so one, one last thing on, on the having the quotes is that we go back, and we mentioned this before, that I always hear those words from Bedros Koulian when I wake up in the morning, 
you know, if you hit the snooze button, you're telling your hopes and dreams that they can wait. And I never hit the snooze button because I'm making that decision that leads me down the right path, which leads me to the next quote that I love of yours, which is about being decisive. And you say, be responsive, not reactive. Yes, yes. That, that, two of the big pillars. So in Man Up, I talk about the six pillars of leadership and peak performance. Well, two of those pillars are be decisive mm -hmm. because, and one of my favorite quotes, again, go, look, look we're, this whole episode is about quotes. Right. It's my, so easy. Yeah. Norman Schwarzkopf, General Norman Schwarzkopf, who was the general during the first Iraq war, mm -hmm. he had the entire United States military waiting on standby in the desert. And he kept asking Congress and the president, guys, make a decision. Do we go in and invade or do we just leave? Do we pull out, right? And he got so fed up one day that he had a press conference from the middle of the desert. And he says, you know, indecision is costing Americans more money than making the wrong decision. Our Congress is afraid of making the wrong decision and they're being indecisive and it's costing us more money. And soon, he said, it'll cost us the health of our young American soldiers if Iraq was to launch any kind of chemical warfare. And that was profound because even as entrepreneurs, indecision will cost you more money, will cost you market share, will cost you the losing peak performance in your industry. And the timing, right? Like right now, these are the heydays, man. Like if you're not growing your business now where the economy's thriving, social media allows you to get clients. If you can't build a business now, when the economy crashes soon and it will, you're screwed. So you gotta start making decisions. So decisiveness is, is a very important pillar. And people always ask me, well, how do I make those big decisions? Cause they're so scary. Mm -hmm. Well, start making the smaller decisions that aren't so scary. Like, like tonight, you and I are going out for dinner. Right. We could either him and Ha and go like, dude, do you want to get steak? Or do you want to get sushi? Should we go get some kind of uh, Korean barbecue? And sit around for 10 minutes chewing the fat. Or, hey, Craig, why don't we go at 7 o'clock to Summit House? Because when we go there, you're going to like where we go, blah, 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 blah. Right? Yep. And guess what? If we go and it's a bad experience, we're going to have more dinners together. Yeah. So let's make a decision. If it's the wrong decision, we can course correct. If it's the right decision then enjoy it. Same with, do I get Uber or Lyft? Do I see a horror movie or do I see a comedy? Make a decision, make it fast. And when you make those small decisions quickly, even what you're gonna wear today, you're training your brain to start making the, the bigger decisions quickly, efficiently, and then if it's wrong, you course correct. And then really the, that other pillar about being responsive instead of reactive, how many people overreact emotionally when something goes wrong, thinking that they're playing a zero-sum game where it's all or nothing. I'm either going to be successful or I'm going to fail and go work at Walmart. Listen, guys. This is the end of the world when something goes wrong, yeah, right? I have to remind people over and over again that Bill Clinton, the president of the United States at one point, got a blowjob in the <laughs> oral office and he still did not get impeached, right? right? He took they things too literally. Right, right. So, so the point of this is that man made a bad decision the world overreacted, but the response to it was, well, he's doing good with the economy. Let's not impeach him. Let's just keep him. So really, there is no failure or massive success. It's really all the different shades of gray in between. So instead of overreacting when something goes wrong, take a step back, take a deep breath, and then respond. Because when you respond to something, you're not limbic. Mm -hmm. When you react, just like a dog, a dog sees you, hasn't seen you for a long time, it's happy, it's excited, you're trying to pet it, but it's gone, it's in reactive <laughs> mode, it's limbic. Its so, tail is wagging right? all it's, over the Yeah, place. and you're like, fucking stand still so I can love you up, right? right? But if it's a responsive dog, you go sit, and it sits because it's responsive, you can love it up, which is what it's looking for. So my challenge to you is let go of your emotional ways of writing angry text messages in all caps and sending it, or, or blowing up at someone on Facebook, or even over the phone or in person, and sit back and go, what's really going on? 
And when you're responsive, guess what happens? You have a lot more solutions at hand because when you're reactive, you only have one solution and that's to go level three stupid. <laughs> exactly. Mm -hmm. So one of my favorite quotes again from you here, I love that, like all, all my shit is like, ah, I start blowing up at people. So I get reactive when I start going over the quotes, but never, ever, ever give up on what, what is important to you. Yeah, this ties in really, really well with yours. Like, you know, when you make a wrong decision, that's okay, because it's not like you're gonna give up on it. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was coaching somebody at my mastermind on the weekend, they were, they were really frustrated. They, they often feel like most entrepreneurs do that, oh my goodness, one day everything's gonna be taken away from me. And you know what? Things might be taken away from you in the future. But I, I ask every client, I go, what are you gonna do, are you gonna quit? No, no, and they also just minutes before that said, one of their gifts, one of their superpowers was that they can go through the hardest, toughest times, they can take a lot of pain, they're, they're always hard workers. So listen, you might lose out on a deal, but that doesn't take away the fact that you're a hard worker, that you're persistent. So as long as you have those things, you are never gonna give up on what's important to you, right? True. So there's, you always hear this, never give up, that sort of stuff. That's good, but I actually added a few words to it. Because this is a classic Winston Churchill, you know, never give up. And you hear it in sports all the time. But I've said, never ever give up on what is important to you. Because that's a very important phrase because so many people, they actually should give up on a lot of things. Yeah. You should give up on your binge drinking. You should give up on, you know, wasting time with your buddies who pull you down in life. You should give up on your you know, binge watching of television shows. A little bit's fine, but give up on the, you know, six hours in a row of Netflix or six hours in a row of football on the weekend. You give up on those things, they are not important to you. And then you say to, my, say to yourself, what really matters to me? What really matters to my family? What really matters to my business, my mission, my impact? And so for you, man, I love that visualization of five million people every day putting on their FBBC shirts, going to an FBBC, clocking in. That is amazing. Yeah. That is absolutely amazing. And you'll never give up on that. Nope. And I will never give up on helping 100 million people transform their lives physically, financially, mentally, and emotionally. That's what we started out. We actually had a 1 million transformation mission. We crushed it. We're about to crush the 10 million transformation mission. I have videos that have been watched over 3 million times. And I will never give up on what is important to me. Writing books, you know, eventually having a family, uh, being healthy for the rest of my life. And that is something that I'm always going to be working towards. And you're going to take, you know, life is going to take stuff from me. Sure, of course. Life is going to take stuff from me. Recently, they took my doggy from me. Yeah. But I'm never going to give up on making sure that I go and dominate my path that I've set out, just like you are going to do as well. I saw you write something down there. What do yeah, you let me say? ask you, because I mean, you're so good with your outside eyes in, in coming up with solutions. So I'm just going to be the voice of our friends here who are watching and listening. All right, I won't give up on what's important to me, Craig. How do I... How do I figure out what's important to me? Is there an exercise that I can go through? Because should I, should I just do what's important to my friends? Is, should that be important right. to me as well? Right, you have to know. You, you have to align your values and your vision because your values and your vision drive every there decision. It is. That's another quote and it rhymes. Man, that's like the perfect one, right? So your values and vision drive every decision. How do you figure out your values and your vision? You sit down and do introspection and self-reflection. How do you do that? Well, you can do it at home, but most people, they're like, oh my goodness, squirrel, you know, shiny object. They're getting, 
they're getting distracted. So how do you do that? Well, you come to the Perfect Life Retreat, you sit down, you coached by me, you sit there with other high-performing entrepreneurs who can give you some insight, who can say, hey, listen, I see what you're trying to do there. I went through similar stuff. Here's what I suggest to you. You get feedback, outside eyes from other people. You refine that vision. You walk away from that weekend at the Perfect Life Retreat knowing exactly, exactly what you are gonna focus on and never give up on. And you walk away with that complete clarity and blueprint for success and that's how you dominate your I mean, that, path. Man, if that ain't the answer, and I was hoping you'd say you'd hit those two buttons right there, is values and vision. Because if you are clear on your values and vision, mm -hmm. then when someone says, hey, you know what, we should stay up and party and do ecstasy and snort cocaine and then, and then maybe bone a couple hookers and see what happens tomorrow morning, right. guess what? That's not part of my values no. and vision. That's not happening, but you have a good time doing that, right? <laughs> and so, you know, I call it, when you, once you have your, your list of values and vision, like you're that clear on it, it's like, I look at it as a constitution or the 10 commandments, right? right? It's a straight line to success. Straight line and, to success. And when somebody says, hey, let's go and do this, or let's go and do that, even like if, you know, like, hey, I wanna lose 10 pounds and gain five, five pounds of muscle, and your friends say, hey, let's go to Pizza Hut, that's a detour off your straight line of success, and you can easily, you don't even have to think about it, you just say no. Yeah, and I call that the non-negotiables. Like anything that's not a part of, my values and vision, it's, it's non-negotiable. Like right. I, I, I won't do it. And so instead of trying to negotiate with, yeah, okay, I'll go out with you for pizza, but I'll just have a chicken breast. Look, odds are you're gonna have the pizza <laughs> if you're going to pizza with your buddies and alcohol is there and all of a sudden your temptation sets in. So right. it's non-negotiable. I'm not going out for pizza. I will well, always you, go you to also bed have, You also have the non-negotiable. Wednesday night is date night. And right. so every time I'm here, you're like, hey, buddy, you're on your own. Even if I'm staying in the guest house, even if we just filmed Empire all day, you're like, buddy, you're on your own. It's date night, Wednesday night, non-negotiable. And I love that. I tell everybody about that because that is how you need to live your life because it's something that's so important to you, right? Amen. Amen. So guys and gals, those are the quotes that Craig and I live by and that we've come up with. Obviously, as you build your empire and as you go on and dominate the world and, and really help people through impact and mission, you got to have your quotes. One, so that you can anchor onto them and of course others can, but two, so that you can be quoted and your message can be shared by all. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Talk soon. Thank you so much for joining us for another amazing episode of the Empire Podcast. Now, the greatest compliment that you can give to us is liking, loving, and sharing this episode with all of your friends. So please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating, and then share it online and social media with everyone that you know, and make sure to tag us because we love hearing from Empire listeners. And if you own a business that's doing half a million dollars or more in annual revenues, and you know it's got massive potential, and you like myself and Craig Ballantyne to help you scale it by 5x, 10x, and 20x in the shortest amount of time possible, then you might be a great candidate for the Empire Mastermind program that we have. To learn more about the Empire Mastermind program, go to bedroskoolian.com forward slash empire.